Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris, and we are excited and happy to bring you 2019 Freshies number two. Number two. Derek Jeter, number two. Today. And uh, we didn't do this last week, and we didn't have a podcast the week before, and it's, it's actually kind of a perfect amount of time between the last one because a ton new, a ton of new fresh hop beer has come on the market. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of it. Uh, the four cans you have in front of me are things that mm. I have not seen at all. Yeah. So I am very, very excited to give these a go today. Yeah, I've also seen, yeah, we'll get to these cans here in a minute, but I've also seen some stuff on draft. You've seen some other stuff that I you have. had and that I'm sure we'll get into in a minute. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of, it seems like a little later harvest year, or at least beers are coming out a little later than normal, which um, I mean, could be a weather thing, could be just a hop harvest thing, could be n- numerous amounts of things. Uh, so it's been kind of nice to see as we get to the end of September, things are really kind of starting to chug along. How, whenever they come out, as long as they're coming out as if they're supposed to, then I'm fine. I don't care if they come out later than normal, as long as all the breweries that wanted to make fresh hop beers make fresh hop beers, then great. And they taste good. Yes, exactly. Uh, so you can find us all over the place podcast wise. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com, Omni. Uh, you can also find us on social media. The podcast is Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. Patrick is on Instagram at PDD085, and then I'm on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27 there. And uh, I've still seen a plenty of tweets coming in and especially now dms to our instagram page of things that you've been drinking or you've tagged us in posts that you've been on instagram with uh, beers that you've been drinking so that's really cool keep sending those in i saw one today of a brewery that i wanted to talk about in my weekend beer segment before we get into uh the freshies number two so we'll uh, we'll get into that and then yeah so if you have any ideas for segments you want us to do as well feel free to send us those at those various locations as well uh, quickly for weekend beer, I'll start with mine. The the brewery I was kind of teasing there is Brothers Cascadia is uh, a brewery I had two beers of this weekend. My uh, wife and I went to Multnomah Village and we stopped at Fat City Cafe for breakfast and we walked around a little bit and I was like, well, we're here. So I'm going to go ahead and stop at John's. And I picked up like nine or 10 beers for $34. So I was a very thrifty shopper. Yeah, it was that very is a nice. Good deal. <laughs> and uh, there. I didn't have all the beers that I, I purchased yet, but the the ones that I did have included Brothers Cascadia out of the weeds, and then also a collab that Brothers Cascadia did with Wayfinder or vice versa uh, on a fest beer, and both were quite delightful. And I had not really heard of Brothers Cascadia before. I guess they're in Washington, right? They're in Vancouver and Hazeldale, to be exact. Both those beers were really good, and that makes me want to go there now. So. And we saw one of the DMs from one of our listeners was him at Brothers Cascadia, I want to say, having two beers on tap. So 
Uh, it's uh, Daniel. I want to go there. I want to see what else they got going on. Yeah, I haven't been to the place yet, but I mean, they're kind of the darlings of Vancouver right now. You know, I've always been a Lewitt guy, as we've done a podcast at Lewitt. I've always enjoyed their beers a lot. But yeah, people in people in Vancouver keep raving about uh, keep raving about Brothers Cascadia. I've had a few beers from them, not a ton, kind of all few and far between. So I can never really like remember unless I have one super right in front of me. Uh, so I would love to check out the place as well. So that was a really cool one. Uh, I did get a couple of fresh hops uh, that are not featured on the table today. One of them was a Rubens fresh hop. It's the Crikey IPA, which I imagine means it uses uh, Southern Hemisphere hops with that kind of a name. And uh, that one was really good. And I actually did taste the fresh hop, and we'll get to why I say that later in this episode. But I did, I did taste the fresh hop in that beer quite a bit. And then I had a Mazama fresh hop, which I think it was just called like Green Ale or something like that. I can't remember the exact name of it. But uh, that one was good. I just didn't taste a lot of the fresh hop in that one. Uh, you know, it was solid, solid beer, but uh, did not uh, resonate as much as the Rubens one did for me. So that was kind of my weekend beer. Uh, my weekend beer is kind of non-existent. I've had a little bit of beer at home and a little bit of beer kind of in my normal places, but nothing really to shout out. I've just been really busy for I have a new job. Yes. A new job at the old job. A new job at the old job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've just been kind of immersed in work and trying to... Trying to figure out that stuff, but I have tried to keep some tabs on some Fresh Hop stuff. I mean, I had two of the four that are in front of us, um, which kind of made me jump on them to kind of bring them in for this. So I've, you know, keep my ears on the streets. Going to be handy with the steel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Earn your keep. Any more uh, random generic things you'd like to say? And that's all Warren G, but that's okay. <laughs> Nose of the grindstone. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard or hardly working or yeah, so, so work hard, work first, play later. Yeah, I've had a few things here and there. Um, there's there's modern times. There's a double dry hopped blooming rollers out right now in 19.2 ounce cans. Don't get me started on 19.2 ounce cans, but they're out. They're blue. I was scared to death because when I see double dry hopped, I'm like, okay, modern times. Oh, this this has got hazy written all over it. And it was not. It was clear and it was fantastic. I quite nice. enjoyed it. I've had it multiple times. Nice. In fact. Oh, one other one too before we get into the fresh hops. I had the next in the gigantic Hellboy series. Oh, I was just thinking about that the other day. I haven't seen it. I, uh, I've i been keeping an eye out, and I think I've had every single one now. So this was number five, and it was one that I did not want, but because I have been drinking them all, I went, screw it. I'm going to have it. Gonna have and you know what? It. I was pleasantly surprised. All right. It was uh, a double trendy beer. It was a Yuzu Sour. Oh, okay. And uh, I think it was cranberry. And the, the thing that was interesting about it was it didn't really taste that sour. Okay. And it actually, it was better for me because of that. The really tart sours I really struggle with. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to enjoy them better. I'm starting to kind of gain an appreciation for them, I should say. Remember, I went to DeGard about a month or two ago and uh, actually enjoyed the beers that I had there, which in the past I would not have done that. Um, so, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the I think it was a cranberry yuzu sour with the Hellboy series. If you can find it, give it a try. I don't know why, but yuzu is really popular. I see it in a lot of beers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, maybe I'm just wrong, but I, I feel like that kind of cut the sour a little bit. Nice. I'm not sure what yuzu does to beers, but because it was a sour and it didn't taste that sour, I'm going to go ahead and say the yuzu was the reason it didn't <laughs> taste that sour. Uh, I'd be interested. It has I, been spoken. I'd be interested in trying that. How was the artwork on it? It was cool. They've all been really cool. Um, I don't know the Hellboy universe, so I'm not 100% certain I understand all the artwork, but right. it's well done. But it looked good like it, the other ones. It looks cool, yeah. I'll have to track that down. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was my week in beer. Patrick's had a very simple week in beer. Let's dive right into Freshies episode number two. Very excited. We're well, starting with the Ecliptic Altair Fresh Hop Pale Ale. 
And uh, I have not had a fresh hop pale, I don't think, yet this year, have I? I think I've had all fresh hop IPAs, from at least on this podcast. I thought you were asking me, and I was like, oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast, we didn't have a fresh hop pale last week, or two weeks ago, did we? No, I don't think so. I, I always enjoy these a little bit, because I feel like um, it lets the fresh hop shine a little bit more, because you're not expecting too many flavors. You're like, this will be easy drinking, and you're like, oh, yeah, and there's fresh hop in there. Uh, it says, the brightest star in the constellation, either Aquila or Aquila. I like Aquila a lot more. Yep. Uh, Altair uses fresh Amarillo and Eldorado hops to celebrate the annual hop harvest. Uh, the can is quite, it's quite uh, snappy. It's interesting. The way I want to, uh, the way I want to describe it. It, it, uh, it, it keeps with the ecliptic kind of theme, but it's almost, uh, almost a little childlike in terms of, yeah. uh, in terms of writing in, it almost, in, a, in a positive way. It almost looks like a crayon. Yeah. Like a kid's bedroom. Right. Um, right. And the hops are kind of like what you would put. I mean, there are stars in the can because yeah. well, it's ecliptic, but uh, it almost looks like those little glow in the dark green stars, but in hops instead. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. So the can itself um, kind of caught my eye and it was like, Ooh, an ecliptic. I, fresh have, hop. I have not had an ecliptic beer in quite some time. Mm. Um, not by, design like i yeah. like ecliptic i just for whatever reason maybe i don't see their stuff as much out there or i keep seeing the same stuff out there oh that would be ecliptic yeah i think i see a lot of like the ort which i like mm -hmm. uh but and i see a lot of there's there's one they have out now that i think is a sour or something or a saison karina. yeah there's karina's the peach sour that's out starburst which, are, which i have not purchased so um <laughs> phaser is the hazy quasar is a pale that i would highly suggest i think that beer is excellent it's got kind of like a lime green uh, font I always, to I always it. enjoy Ecliptic in the winter because they have multiple dark beers they release out to the yeah. public, and uh, that's obviously my go-to. You are a John Harris fanboy. Yes, I am. <laughs> so uh, Deschutes and all. The uh, This is an interesting beer, and what's funny is, again, maybe I can open this can of worms now, is I don't know if it's just me, but this year... I've tried now, this will be four plus four in the first episode. I've had probably four myself, so 12 fresh hop beers that I've had. I'm having a really hard time in most of them finding the fresh hop. Gotcha. There's almost as if I taste it and I go, oh yeah, I can tell it's fresh. But that's more me saying the beer is fresh versus that fresh hop flavor. Now maybe that's because last year I was completely spoiled by that very, very first ex novo that was so grassy and dank and whatever other words you want to use that maybe i'm like looking for that over and over again and mm -hmm. i'm not finding that and that's incorrect to do but um yeah i uh, this included i don't know if i'm getting as much of the fresh hop as i'd like well i think i i think that's you know we can go we can dive into this into this right now sure because we're going to run a we, we know one of these other beers we've had one of these other yes. beers and so we know we're going to run into this again um I think it just kind of depends a lot on what your standard is of tasting the fresh hop, quote unquote. Right. Because if if your standard, and I don't think there's a right or wrong on this, if, if your standard is, you know, that famous Amarillo, uh, not Amarillo, I think it was Centennial Ex Novo from last year, if that's your standard, then I think... I think brewers are starting to lean away from that high vegetal grassy because I don't know if that's a flavor that people really want. Exactly. That I think it I think the aroma is so intoxicating that you're like you smell and it just blows you away, but I don't know if the flavor is necessarily what people want. And so I think that's where it is. If you like that, that's great. I don't think there's nothing I did wrong enjoy with that. that. Yeah. yeah, go find what fresh beast 
from Breakside. That is, that's got that written all over it, just because the mosaics and the hazy just make everything explode. But I think these are the kind of beers, the fresh hop, the the freshness of the hops in this Altair, for example, I think are just kind of pronouncing it more. For lack of a better term, it's brighter. Right. It's fresher. It's more flavorful. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of pops a little more. And I think, I think that's going to be a little more, a little more enticing to the Gen Pop. I also just, I also wonder. I like that gen, gen pop. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, prison terms here. <laughs> um, I also wonder, <clears throat> you know, and, and I don't mean to open this can, but I might open this can as well. I also wonder if this, if fresh hops are kind of going a little by the wayside, if they're losing a little bit of their luster. Because I talk to some brewers sometimes or some people in the beer industry that are like, yeah, man, I don't care. Really? Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, hey, this fresh hop Pilsner is awesome. They're like. Yeah, I'm kind of over fresh hops, but I wonder if part of that That's is weird. also. It's only wonder, a once a year thing. It's not like. But know. I wonder if a lot of it has to do with like the fanboy reaction and the kind of the the general consensus of oh my god, it's fresh hop season, woo! And maybe some brewers and breweries are just kind of like, like I know, and I can be too. And I wonder if some people are just kind of like over that. You know how it is. Anything that gets popular, people tend to go. Ugh. I'm bored with that. I understand. And I, I could see that, right? And I, I could see if you're a creative person and brewers are creative people, hence why they are the the brewers themselves. Um, I could see that you want your creativity to create new and interesting, exciting flavors for people. You don't want to necessarily be stuck because of a season or because of an expectation. But, I mean, to be honest, this year... Despite what I've said, I've seen a lot more interesting styles of fresh hop beers out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple fresh hop Oktoberfest, which I have not seen in previous years at the at the abundance that we've seen. Yeah, I've had almost over twenty fresh hop beers. I mean, it helps it breaks. I've made nine, so that gets my list up there pretty quickly. Uh, so I've had you know about around twenty something like that. And one of my favorites to this day was that uh, that Zoigel House Oktoberfest. I loved that. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was really really good. Um, the Mazama one I had, although I said I didn't taste the fresh hops as much, it was a it was a different style I, like i said i don't remember the name of it i apologize uh but it was it was not an ipa it wasn't a pale it was something else mm-hmm. and they made it a fresh hop beer i'm seeing that more so that's almost the creativity of the brewer saying if you want fresh hops fine but i'm not giving you the ipa like you want i want to see what fresh hops does in this beer or in this beer or in this style well our barrelic friends they're classic for that they've got an Oktoberfest this year and i remember a couple years ago they used to do esb fresh hop and it mm. was just like blow my mind so i mean that's cool but i also think because this is a once a year thing and, you know, breweries from far and wide, I mean, of course, they get the hops from here anyway, but they're like really, I saw, what's the one in Michigan? Bells? Bells. I saw Bells on our Instagram page. Um, oh, yeah, I follow them. Yeah, that's why I see it, yeah. They're, uh, they're a famous brewery in America. He, they came out to Yakima, and they were posting every single thing they were doing to get the fresh hops mm-hmm. back to Michigan. And... There's there's like an excitement about that, yeah. right? And it's cool that you're doing it differently. It's cool that you're not using the hops the same way. So like I'm not gonna speak for brewers here. I'm not a brewer and I I, I you know, if, if you don't feel that way, that's fine. But I feel like just that aspect of it would still be really fun. Even though you've done it every single year since you've become a brewer, I understand. Um, you know, lean into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It gives you a ton of buzz, right? Right. It gives you that extra marketing because it's fresh hop season, right? And, you know, like I always enjoy when breweries give out those limited release beers and, you know, kind of spread them a little bit further than they normally do. And Fresh Hops kind of allows for that. So, uh, you know, 
hopefully that doesn't mean that coming up next year or two years from now we're going to see less and less fresh hop because they're just tired of it. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily it. I just, I just, it's it almost seems like it's starting to become ah we got to do this and there's a little less excitement behind it. But I don't think anybody's going to stop doing it. I would I would hope not. I don't yeah. think anybody's going to stop doing it. Um, in terms of this beer though, I enjoy it quite a bit. I would uh, drink this beer every day for the rest of my life. Yeah, it is a very enjoyable, easy drinking. Not quite crushable because it is very flavorful because of the fresh hops. And maybe that's something that I just need to learn is that it, it, the fresh hop isn't always going to give that really uh, vegetal flavor. Right. And maybe that just means that it pops more mm-hmm. than normal. And I don't, I mean, I don't have any comparison to what this beer or if any other pale ale next to it, but this does feel like it would pop more than a regular pale ale. I get, I get the freshness in the back end of my palate. Um, it kind of finishes with a very hop character like hop matter character and i think it i think it's funny that it it finishes a clean dirty way or a dirty clean way if that makes sense because there's all this like kind of hop you know we keep using the term vegetal uh, a touch of that but it's the best way to describe it but like the beer itself kind of finishes in a smooth kind of way i i really like this beer good i do too that was enjoyable um there is another Pale ale that we were going to do, although we were going to dance into dangerous territories for you and me, Michael. <laughs> for this happy is, territories for a lot of you listeners out for there. For this is matchless, easy being green, fresh hop, hazy pale ale. We have another beer that might be hazy. I can't remember if this one's hazy or not. Oh, uh, yes, because they don't tell you. Yeah, so. because they don't tell us. Uh, but matchless, fortunately, is like, hey, this is hazy. Yes. And uh, like I will always say, Put hazy on it because it will help sell to other people who like hazy and will let people know so they won't be disappointed if they don't like hazy, a la us. Um, I love the very simple artwork on this can so much. (laughs) Easy being green, a.k.a. Kermit the Frog. He is a hop on this. uh, Yep, they've made Kermit the Frog a hop on this beer. And... uh, Fresh Hop Hazy Pale Ale, it, says, it tells us... you go I ahead just and, totally stole the can from you. That's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be the one to read this one if you want to take the first sip. Sure. Uh, hops in it are Wakatu, uh, H. Blanc, and Fresh Citra. Hollertau Blanc. Hollertau Blanc, is that what that is? Uh, they tell you the malts, Pilsner, Vienna Wheat, Carapils, and Carafoam. I've actually never heard of that one. Yeast, juice. <laughs> and descriptors oh, the ye- the type of yeast is called juice oh okay cool mm-hmm. uh descriptors i'm green and it will do fine it's beautiful um i like that they tell you everything in a nice easy to read uh situation here on the back of the can yeah what is the h blanc what is that henry hollertau blanc hollertau it's just a hop i've i've seen that around or I've, I've heard you say that but i haven't seen it written like that what um, you think what how's it going well this beer does not taste like a hazy. It looks like a hazy. Yeah, it does. It, it doesn't really taste like a hazy to me. Um, I get some really cool kind of tropical notes from hops. Some fruity kind of action going on from the hops. I think the the body itself is a little thin for me. Like it finishes a little thin. But outside of that, I, I kind of like this beer. Mm, I think I'm going to go ahead and go the opposite way of you Okay, on this one. Uh, I do enjoy the nose of it. It does give me a little, that tropical kind of fruity flavor, but there's something um, there's something like overly lemony or overly pineapple-y okay. in the middle that I think is the hazy aspect where it gets uh, a little bit juicier. Gotcha. Like it tastes a little bit more like 
pineapple juice mm-hmm. than it does a pineapple hop in the beer. Okay. Um, it does look hazy, but it's not like it doesn't taste the way it looks. It's not aggressively looking hazy. Like sometimes they like they look pulpy. This one just looks a little hazy. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not I'm not in love with this one too that's, much. That's fine. I wonder what the fresh hop is. Yeah, they don't tell us that. Maybe they're all fresh hops. I, that would surprise me. <laughs> oh, fresh citra. Oh, okay. So the the fresh hop is citra. I guess that would be maybe leaning towards the lemony flair in there. I'm green and it will do fine. It's beautiful. That's not a description. It does not help. No, that's that's like you know why we why we complain about uh, <laughs> you will you will fortune. drink this. It will be fine. It's beautiful. Trust us. Like what happened? Like why do we all of a sudden get fortune cookies that don't have fortunes in it? They're just like statements, right? <laughs> Every day is beautiful. Yeah, and you're like that's not a fortune. No, yeah, you know, not at all. This I guess this helps me. Feel better about my day today, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Or just disappointed that I got a fortune cookie at all. Oh, gee shucks. You disappointed you don't like fortune cookies? I do not like fortune cookies. Oh, I love fortune cookies. I think they taste bad. Oh, that's weird. I think they taste great. <laughs> Plus, have you ever had like fresh fortune cookies? Like I freshly have. made? I have, yeah. It's like back alley in Chinatown in San Francisco that you can go in there and you can buy like, uh, basically they're like discs. They're fortune cookies that didn't get folded before they dried. So they're just like flat. Oh, like, like a yeah, like, yeah, like, like a, a disc, yeah, yeah, like a cookie almost. But they're thin, you know, because fortune cookies are thin. They just didn't get pinched into their shape. Awesome, fresh <laughs> off the thing, just kind of warm. Oh yeah, I imagine Super if good. it was really warm, that'd be a little bit different. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm not anti fortune cookie. Like I'll open it and read the fortune and maybe have a bite at the end of a, a meal at a Chinese place or wherever you get one. But generally, I'll just say, eh, I'll skip this. I'm fine. The Mike Lynch classic. Eh. Uh, that you was know, a little higher pitched than that, but you know. Do you know I've started doing that in my life? <laughs> like I do it all the time now. I go place and I'm like, eh. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said you're welcome, so you're welcome. Um, but yeah, I, that's uh, not my favorite. I've actually had a couple of matchless beers now. I, I see them all the time at New Seasons. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I've tried a couple beers, and, and they've been they've been solid. Uh, maybe maybe not spectacular, but solid. This one I'm I'm not I'm not feeling. I think uh, Matchless Matchless does really well in the hazy department in terms of like their notoriety and the people that buy them. I think a lot of I think a lot of Matchless drinkers are the not you and me hazy drinkers. You know, not not bashing on hazy drinkers, but I think that's I think a lot of Matchless business comes from that demographic gotcha that's fine and that's if that's your demographic and you know what you're selling you're selling to then, then perfect you understand your brand and you understand who's drinking your beer that's cool. i'd be interested as somebody that does like this matchless beer i mean i don't love it but i do like it uh if you are a hazy drinker try to find one crack it and let me know what you think um, yeah does it appeal to you or yeah, is it, it or is it too far from a hazy for you yeah i'd be really really interested in that especially because you know i'm a ding dong when it comes to hazies i don't know anything uh, next beer on the table is a beer that I've actually had. I had twice yesterday. I had once. I thought it was so good that I bought one for the podcast and one for Michael and I as well. Yeah, I had it yesterday as well. Yeah, this is the this is the new limited release can, uh, brand from Sun River uh, that happens to be a fresh hop. Green Initiative Strata Fresh Hop. There's that uh, fresh hop IPA. There's that hop of the year, Strata. Strata right there. Poking its, poking its head right out. 6.5%. 55 IBUs for those of you that care. Um, spoiler alert, we've had this a lot because I've had this a lot because I think this beer is fantastic. I think it's really, really good. 
Um, and this one of the three has the most fresh hop character in the way that I'm looking for it, I suppose, mm. uh, in terms of kind of hitting you right off the top with like, hey, I'm here. Hello, I'm a fresh hop. Hi. The nose is really nice, too. The yes. nose is very fresh hoppy. Uh, as you drink the entire can of this, which we both did yesterday, it kind of starts to lose some of that pop because you're getting used to the flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just a damn good beer. I know. It really is. I would I would actually be interested in seeing this beer non-fresh hopped. How different it would be. Yeah, or if, if it would be that different at all. If you would like it the same way. Because mm-hmm. I think this, I think fresh hop or no fresh hop, this is a damn good beer. This is a well-crafted IPA. A West Coast style. I mean, it's... Damn near white clear, you know. I mean, it's yellow because it's beer, but you know what I mean. It looks more like a I was lager. Like, are you colorblind? It looks more like a <laughs> lager than uh, than an than a West Coast IPA. I like the nose a lot too. But the nose is fantastic. It finishes clean. The hops right there. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm still this palate's still trying to learn like some key flavors from the Strata hop. But I wonder if this is a excuse me, how great of an example of Strata hops this beer might be. You know, in terms of like you think this might be a way to try to learn that flavor? Yeah, yeah. That if this, you know, if Strata is the big hop that it was in 2019 or continues to be in 2019, and I'm sure in 20 it'll continue, uh, is this a great example of Strata is what I'm curious of. Well, uh, you had the worthy Strata the other day or the other week, right? I did. I did. How does that compare to this in terms of oh, your memory or do you not really remember? I don't remember. I'll have to side by side them. By the way, I loved that Worthy Strata. It's really good. That's yeah. the best Worthy beer I've ever had. Yeah, it's good. I used to really love the Lights Out Stout. Um, I don't drink a whole lot of stouts, but right. I remember when I first had it, I was like, this is a damn good stout. <laughs> um, but that Strata, if I find some of that, I'm going to start buying that. I, I'm, I mean, I might be crazy, but I feel like I've seen that around. I don't and think that, it's that hard to find. I can't find it anywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only I, got some because Worthy dropped some off at the brewery. If and I, it was on the employee shelf, and I was like, there it is. You have to take that. <laughs> If uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't say no, if I see one, I will. I will bring one in for you. Yeah, and I'll, I'm going to buy some more cans of this uh, of this Sun River. Um, so hopefully, I have a chance to kind of taste them side by side. I just I can't rave enough about this beer. I know we're not. I know I at least I'm not being super descriptive. But this is everything I want in a West Coast IPA. It's got great bitterness character to it. Not over the top. Well balanced with the hops. You do get some fresh aspect, but it's not dominating. I don't love what you love about fresh hops. Right. Um, this is this and the Altair. Those. That's the kind. I like the little subtleties of it, and I've noticed it. And this could be being a Breakside kid for as long as I am, because that's how a lot of ours are as well. Like IPA this year and uh, Stay West this year. We're both just kind of bigger hop bursts to it, and not the like what Fresh Beast or the Ex Novo uh, Elliot that you liked. Uh, Last so, year, yeah. last year. So maybe these just lean more towards my style. It might be the case. I, I honestly think, you know, I, I only have like a quarter glass of it, but I really do get a lot of the fresh hop that I'm looking for in this as well. It is a great West Coast IPA. It tastes like a solid, bitter, over the top, overly hopped, delicious Tropical West Coast still. IPA. Yeah. Uh, but the very back end, I get a lot of that fresh hop flavor that I like. I also get it right at the nose. So to me, I think out of the three, this is the best. It's just a really good beer i'm shocked i tell you i'm shocked that sun river made a good beer <laughs> especially a hoppy one right right what's next you're gonna tell me to make a hefeweizen or something it's like the most award-winning hefeweizen in america <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i've actually ever had that yeah they're american half yeah i mean i don't i don't, I don't care for this i'm not a big much. guy yeah. yeah um but it it slaughters it dominates awards 
All right. Yeah. Very cool. They say it's the best American hef in the country. That includes those yahoos that are somehow still in business in Portland. Well, for now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and that reminds me, too, this totally is not related to anything you said, but I was thinking about it. Uh, I did go to my local tap room, and I had a Rogue Fresh Hop beer that was also very good. I think Rogue does a very good Fresh Hop beer. Yeah. Um, I've actually really enjoyed it. I'm not sure if it always comes out at the same time, but they have they sell it as like their 7-Hop and their 9-Hop IPA. I forget. That's like, I don't know if it's the exact name. And it looks really, really... It's a. It's got a cool bottle, and it looks really cool. And um, I've actually really enjoyed those beers. Nice. I, I I don't drink Rogue that much anymore. I haven't had a Rogue in forever. Well, we the last talk, time I had a Rogue was with you. Right. We had dead and we talk, we and we said something. You know what we said? Hmm. This is way better than we remember it. Why aren't we drinking this? Yeah. And I think that might go for a lot of Rogue beers. I think we just kind of forget about them because well, they've been around forever and yeah. they're a massive brewery and they're sold nationwide now. But I think though, God, I'll look it up if I can. If I can, while you're talking, it's like seven hop and nine hop IPA, and I think one of them is made into a fresh hop, and it's just so flavorful and so floral, hmm. and I really, really enjoy it. I'll have to jump into it. Uh, our next beer, our last beer of the day, um, is kind of is is from Ben Brewing Company. It is Fresh Trop, Fresh Hop IPA. They have a beer called what is it called? It's called Tropical Pines. I think I've had that one, yeah. Yes, I believe that's the name of the beer. So this is something this is something that like we at Breakside do. Um, and I'm really excited that Ben did it this year because I think Ben has seen a lot of growth. Ben Brewing Company has seen a lot of growth in twenty nineteen. I think their products kinda everywhere. In my opinion, and maybe it's just because I didn't have enough of it, the uh they're rising quickly in my internal rankings of breweries in the state. They they make some really good beer. And they're a great example of what a brand refresh can do. Like yeah. they rebranded and now I see them everywhere. It there they stand out more. It stuff stands out more. People, I also think part of the rebranding was to distribute more. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I'm starting to not just see their cans in places, but I'm starting to see them on draft. They've got a really cool Berliner Weiss program. Um, but what I really love that they did with this is that they took their one of their core brand beers and fresh hopped it. I love when they do that. And too. I think that's really cool. As much as I love this Sun River, as much as I like this Matchless and the Altair as well. I mean, the Altair could secretly be a different beer. But fresh hopped, and then they put a new name on it. Or any of these could be. You know, who knows? But I love that they're saying, hey, you like Tropical Pines? Here's the fresh hop version of it. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, just took my first couple of sips of this. I mean, this is resonating as very similar in experience as the Sun River one we just had. It's very tropical. It's a West Coast IPA through and through. Um, it's probably a little bit more tropical than the Sun River one to me. There's a little bit more of a fruit-forward aspect, kind of like a pineapple aspect there. Uh, but I'm getting a lot of bitterness. I'm getting a lot of hop flavor. I think the fresh hop is slightly less poppy than the Sun River, but I'm still getting it at the end. Um, put them right next to each other. These are very similar beers, but that's not a bad thing. They're just really good. Yeah, I think I think this beer's a little too bitter for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It could woo 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 <laughs> emergency. Yeah, um, Patrick Harris, he of the West Coast IPA elk, who loves the bitterest of the bitter. Yeah, just said a beer is too bitter for him. Yeah, well, I don't think it's woo woo woo. Are you done? <laughs> I don't think it's too bitter. I think I'd like the bitterness dialed back. Okay, I guess that means the same thing. Yes, um, I don't think it's too bitter to drink. Is not what you're I'm not saying. saving face here. I uh, I think 
the I think the kind of next thing you're gonna tell me you love saisons. <laughs> that that no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, I've had good ones, but no, that's not gonna happen. Um, I I just think that it's kind of dominating some of the fresh flavors for me. Okay. Um, and so if that were dialed back, I could get a little more of the hop character. A little more of the well, base beer. Plus, I think when I think it could be a placebo thing too, because when I think of fresh hop, I don't think of bitterness. I think too low bitterness. Gotcha. And maybe this is just kind of throwing me off by being higher than most. Well, take another sip because I just kind of got on the back end of my palate there. It's very bitter, and then the bitterness fades quickly because you get kind of the fresh hop tropical that kind of bursts through at the very end. So you take the sip and you're like, oh, yeah, it's a good solid West Coast IPA. It's bitter. And at the very back end, you're like, oh, that's bitter. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like it bursts through the waves. Yeah. And it's like, hey, here's the hop. Here's the here's the tropical flavor. So I don't know if you're getting that at all, but that's kind of how I'm feeling it is on my palate. Um, what do you think the fresh hop is in this? I'm smiling big because I couldn't really kind of describe the hop flavor I was getting. And then I looked at the bottom of the can and I saw the hop and it made me just kind of smile. Hmm. I I don't know. I mean, Citra, maybe? Uh, it is Simcoe. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm laughing because... I'm not getting a lot of the Simcoe flavors. I'm laughing there. because I love Simcoe, and I find Simcoe to be, like, pleasantly bitter. Right. <laughs> so I'm just kind of giggling about it, because I'm like, I think the bitterness of this is a little <laughs> high, and it's like, well, you use Simcoe. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> do you like it better now that you saw I, it? I Sim- kind of do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's the placebo effect you're know, talking right? about. totally. Um, did you get any of that in the back end of your palate or is that just me? I of, mean, of what? Of like the bitterness kind of quickly giving back way to oh, the fruitiness. I've, of I've, it. Yeah. I I think the finish of this beer is quite nice. I mean, that's, I would say across the board, all four of them that we had today finish very nicely. And I think that can be a tough thing to do with such a pronounced flavor that fresh hops create. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's, that's where I am. Okay. I think the finish of this is quite nice. Yeah. Cool. So those are the four freshies. Number two that we got for you here. We got the Altair Fresh Hop Pale Ale from Ecliptic. We had the Easy Bean Green Fresh Hop Hazy Pale from Matchless out of Tumwater, Washington. We had the Sun River Limited Release Green Initiative, excuse me, Strata Fresh Hop IPA. And then the Ben Brewing Fresh Trop Fresh Hop IPA. So a couple of Ben Breweries or a couple of Central Oregon Breweries, one Washington and one right here in Portland. Uh, we'll have a picture of these for you on the Instagram page. You can get a look at the cans if you want to look for them yourself. And then uh, let us know if you found any other fresh hops that you want us to try as fresh hop season continues. It'll probably be a couple weeks as we wait for more cans to come out, but uh, maybe it'll be next week if we see a bunch of new ones come out instantly. But we'll have another one or two of these episodes for you as we kind of keep going through fresh hop season. So let us know what you think. Instagram.com slash beers on us. And uh, you'll see the picture of these cans there as well. We do have a beer of the week, right? We do. All right. Completely different than this. Completely different. I have no idea what it is. Let's see what it is. That's next here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. I didn't know if we were going to get it in, so I just wanted to drop it really early. You know, we even talked about a pale ale, too. We I know. just like, deep, deep, deep. <laughs> I also I said... I love pale ales. I also Can't s- think of anything else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I also said something earlier where I was in my head. I went, whoa. <laughs> and I went, damn it. I could have done it there. So there you go. It's there. Uh, we've only ever missed one episode, and uh, that is our stupid, stupid fault. Nothing like forced uh, comedy, right? <laughs> I know, right? If, is it funny if we do it every single episode <laughs> over and over and over again? 
It's funny, right? It's funny. Laugh. Beer of the week time. Uh, this is a beer that I saw this weekend <clears throat> or last weekend when I went to John's, and I was very curious about it and kind of confused about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a beer <clears throat> that is made in part by NFL player Chris Long, <laughs> brother of Kyle, son of Howie. Now, Kyle played in Oregon. Uh, Chris did not, and his dad did not. And they don't really have much of a connection to Oregon, uh, as far as I know, although that could be completely wrong. I do remember Howie Long joining Josh Wilcox on a radio show years ago, so maybe there's a little bit more of a connection there than I remember or know. But uh, Chris Long has a beer in Portland made with all Portland companies? I'm, I'm kind of confused. Well, this beer is brewed at Ex Novo in collaboration with Great Notion. Uh, and also the collab, the Chris Long connection is Lombard House, which is a, a tap house up in St. John's on Lombard. Okay. Um, really cool spot. Brian is the owner. He's a former Cerveza dude. He's just kind of a beer guy that everybody kind of knows and loves. Uh, big Philly boy. <clears throat> and he decided to make a beer and donate proceeds to the Chris Long Foundation. If you don't know, Chris Long is an NFL player. Who has played for the Eagles recently? Won a Super Bowl with them. Uh, also played for the Pats, Patriots, and the Rams. And the Rams. I believe he was drafted by the Rams. He was um, first round pick, pick number two. Yep. Yeah, when they were in St. Louis. Um, and if you don't know Chris Long, he's a huge philanthropist. Always up for Walter Payton Man of the Year kind of stuff. Um, really great guy. Gives back to his community. Really awesome dude. So it's pretty cool that Brian was able to get Great Notion and get Ex Novo to collab on a beer. Uh, to do stuff for that. In fact, cool story um, I saw on Facebook this morning. Brian is actually in Green Bay right now. Oh, for the game for tonight? For the Thursday night football game. Wow, um, that's cool. Which is Eagles at Packers. And uh, it takes a lot of cojones walking into uh, Lambeau Field uh, decked out in Philly. Uh, if you look on the bottom of this can, it has the date, and above it says, Go Birds. Uh, the right. the art, So the beer was brewed at Ex Novo. Okay. But the can artwork is is awesome by the way. Is classic Great Notion artwork. It and is. I I know I know Martin who's a brewer at Great Notion and he told me it's the same artist that does the Great Notion cans. Uh you know, as as someone who's not a fan of hazy IPA so I don't drink a ton of Great Notion, uh I do think their uh, some of their can work really hits for me. Well, this one's cool. It's basically just Chris Long wearing a Philadelphia 76ers jersey and a fur coat over in, it in front of the Lombard house. In front house. of Lombard house. Yep. Wearing sunglasses, looking badass as if like he always does. So, uh, and it's a Mexican lager. It says Mexican style lager with matica, matuca. I can never pronounce that correctly. Matuca hops and key lime. Oh, okay. Well, to be fair, and to uh, announce this right away, I'm not a big fan of key lime. I know. I'm a little concerned too. But it was a cool beer. It is a cool can. It's two cool prominent beer. breweries, one prominent tap house, and a foundation for a good cause. Yeah, it's sportsy. You and I are sportsy people. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and he plays tonight on Thursday Night Football. If you're listening on uh, September 26th, you will be listening to the beer we're drinking of a man you're watching on the field right there. Live on the NFL Network at 515. <laughs> Back to you, Al Michaels. You just saw his brother's wean on social media. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's what happened? Kyle Long's wean's on social media? Yes, it is. Why? Uh, Tarek Cohen was making a video in the locker room, and uh, Kyle Long did not know, and uh, undressed right <laughs> oh, behind okay. him. I was like, I was like, oh no, who would he send it to? No, no, you just see it. You just see Ween because he's getting undressed after showering after a game, <laughs> and Tarek Cohen's making some sort of dance moves in front of the video, but no one's watching Tarek Cohen. You're watching Kyle Long in the back right corner, oh, <laughs> getting is it, undressed. I mean, is it like? 
Is it one of those things you got to see? Oh no! Oh, okay, I it's just I didn't know if you're like, oh my god! No, I that think man, <laughs> I think you're kind of like, oh okay, you know, you're I just like, oh well, you know. I didn't know if it was one of those things, you know, that no matter your orientation, you're like, whoa, I got to see that. If any of you listen to Primetime, it's no Terrence Howard, that's for sure. <laughs> and right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, divulge the details of that to you after the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. I don't know if I want to, but uh, well, you'd like to hear the story at least. <laughs> you don't need to see the the, the video or the image. Uh, moral of the story is, though, I think this is a really cool thing. I love collabs, especially with non-breweries, places like, you know, bottle shops like Lombard or, you know, I know Culmination's doing some stuff with Ale Fire right now, the new hot sauce beer bar in the old Tin Bucket spot. How much does a place like Lombard House have a say in this in terms of what's being made? I bet in, in collabs with tap rooms that don't have brewers. I mean, it's probably all case by case, but I'll bet you, you know, you know, Brian probably goes... You know, probably sets up the collab, says, hey, ex novo, great notion. You guys want to make a beer with me? And I bet she's like, you know, what do you want to make? Well, I don't know. Let's let's do something different. I mean, a Mexican style lager for great notion is completely different than what they normally do. But it's not out of the realm for an ex novo to do something. It's also a Mexican style lager, not in the season where we see a ton of them. Right. And so um, I would imagine I would imagine the bottle shops have kind of a a decent say in what kind of beer they want to make. I know old gold did a beer with upright and they've got kind of a decent say in what kind of beer they want to make. Uh, because I mean, if you're putting your name on it, you got to be able to sell it. And so I think you should, you should have a little bit of say with that. This beer is called the gang makes a lager. It's cool. Yeah. I just took my first sip and I am pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, the key lime is nowhere near as overpowering as I was worried about. Uh, it's almost as if it's just like a splash of the little lime they put on the side of your Mexican lager, and you just put a little little splash in there. That's the flavor I get. It is very crisp. It is very refreshing, and it um, it doesn't. I mean, it tastes like a Mexican lager, but it it doesn't taste like every Mexican lager, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's a flavor when you get a Mexican lager. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm having this. This doesn't necessarily have that exact flavor, which I like because it makes it a little bit different. Um, I like the finish of this beer a lot. Um, I think it finishes kind of smooth, a touch of creaminess. It smells good as well. Um, I am not a big fan of the body. I think there's, I think there's a kind of a decent amount of sulfur in the body of this um, that maybe will just blow off as it kind of sits there for a minute. Uh, but I love the finish of it. I think the aroma is really nice. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. I don't think the lime is overpowering. No, it's like a perfect compliment in the beer. Yeah, I think my girlfriend had one of these beers the other day because I had a couple of them in the fridge. She didn't like it. Mm. Yeah, and I usually trust her palate. Really? Yeah. That's cool that you can trust your significant other's palate like that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, she might not know, like, terminology or things like that, but she'll be like, yeah, this is good, or, eh. Yeah, my- and then I'll taste and be like, oh, she's right. It is kind of, uh. Yeah, my wife has a very different palate than me with beer, so I can't really... Yeah. I'll I'll give her beer that I like, and she's like, nope, nope, nope. And then she'll give me beer that she's like, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. You know, so it's it's nice that you have that in your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like... I probably like this more than she does. Um, I enjoy this. I, I, I'm not a huge Mexican lager guy. I don't go out of my way to get them. Uh, and I, I, I think we talked about this when we talked about the Mexican style lager podcast. What was that, like 15 episodes ago now, back in may um there's a flavor in these types of beers that i just don't like very much and this one doesn't have it and it's making it better for me well it's good i don't know what the flavor is necessarily it might be the corn as we talked about yeah 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 uh but this one doesn't have it as prominently as the other ones do and it's making it a little bit better for me uh i recently had chuck nuts mexican lager okay wow they make everything really well so it was good (laughs) shocked i tell you shocked chuck nut 
Send more down to us, please. Okay. Uh, but I would. But I. I think this beer is cool just for the can itself and the fact that it's using an NFL player and it's a foundation and multiple places together. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I wonder if I wonder if Brian flew with a lot of these for the game. I would go ahead and assume the answer is yes. Yes, Bob. Tell him what he's won. And then he goes into the locker room because, of course, he does and hands it out to every single Eagles player for after the game. You think they win tonight? I do. Do you? I do think they win tonight. I don't. You think the Packers win? I do. I th- I'm worried the Eagles aren't very good. Hot analysis, Bob. I know. <laughs> you think they win? I do. You think they win? No, I think the other team wins. Nice. Nice. Fly ball. <laughs> Caught. <laughs> <laughs> One green light and one blue light for Dustin. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for us on our 2019 Freshies number two episode. Uh, like we said, we'll have another one of these coming up in a week or two or three, depending on when we kind of find more fresh hop beers to try. If you have any that you've found that you'd like us to go seek out and, and drink on the podcast, let us know at the various social media pages. Beers on us. Instagram is just beers on us on Instagram. Pretty simple. Patrick's at P Diddy 085 there. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. I do not have a personal Instagram page, so you can find us there. And uh, we'll be back next week, 4 o'clock on Thursday, with another episode for you. It might be Fresh Hop. It might be something different. I want to learn stuff. Let's learn stuff next week. You want to learn something? I feel like we've talked a lot about beers we're drinking Let's do uh... Let's learn something. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Let's learn something. Here's one that's been in in the back of the head for a long time. What's that? Distribution. Ooh. Distribution, huh? It might be a little bit too late to set that up for next week. But you, uh, we could talk to someone from Miletus or uh, Columbia or something. I, or I know some peeps. Or we could talk to Eldon, good friend, again, and talk about self-distribution and how it's different from big distribution. Because we need to give Bearlick more love than we already do. And because he said there's dark, dark thoughts for me, and I have yet to see that. <laughs> and they have Oktoberfest, too. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that'll be next week. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. If you have any but ideas. I want to learn stuff. Okay, let's mm-hmm. learn. Maybe we'll do two-part. Because I know people at Point Blank and Miletus. There you go. Maybe we'll do... I'm having an aneurysm. Maybe we'll do a two-part episode of that and do it over a couple of weeks or maybe separate it and do another fresh hop in between and then part two later. That sounds fun. But yeah, so let us know if you got any ideas for those as well, that things you'd like to learn about, and you can send them to us on the various social media pages. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe wherever you're finding us. If you have yet to write a comment or leave us a star review or whatever is possible, wherever you wherever you listen, please do so because it helps and it makes our egos bigger because that's always necessary, right? Holla, holla, holla. And uh, we'll see you next week. Traces. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 